All right, we're live. Oh, we're live. We're live and in charge. I don't alive, know. I can't think. Live and a live. Damn, my mic stand is on. Alive. We're live and a live. You're right. You're right. I like that. I like it as well, man. How are you doing on this fine good. Tuesday? I'm pretty good, bro. But you know, we out here. Uh, the stress levels are rising, bro. We got, uh, you know, job interviews after job interviews. They're coming. They're going. They're here. They're there. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I just don't know how to feel about anything in life. So I got one coming <laughs> up tomorrow. I don't know. I, I, I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. This interview tomorrow, I don't know what it's gonna be like. Oh, I can't find great. any information online. What it's supposed okay. to be like, and I'm like, dang. I'm, I'm just have to go up there with my with my suit and tie. And just say hi, sir. Oh, Shake his nah. hand through the camera. That's why. That's oh, that's the nah. stage we're at right now. But hey, I mean, we're driving though. Yeah, talk to me. Talk to me off air. I'll talk I'll to you off straight. air. I'll get you. I'll, we'll get you straight. We'll get you straight. No worries. I mean, do what you can, bro. But it seems to me. I mean, I can't get you straight for tomorrow. It's impossible. It's not going to happen. But of course, we'll get of course. you straight. I believe. I believe. But yeah, other than that. What's been happening in in life? I, I made some shrimp tacos today. Okay, they were smacking. I did enjoy those. Doing the frozen shrimp or raw shrimp? What we this was a about? raw shrimp, uh, courtesy of HelloFresh. Shout out HelloFresh. Oh, we do wow. need a sponsorship. Um, so you know we we want to get that Riverside FM first, then mm-hmm. HelloFresh, and then mm-hmm. G Fuel. That's the that's kind of the order I'm thinking. Uh, okay, for the trajectory okay. of our podcast, but uh. Yeah, HelloFresh coming in clutch. Powered and, by Riverside. Yeah, powered okay. by Riverside right. FM. Yep. And soon to be HelloFresh. So, <laughs> you know, that's, that's, I'm trying to think. That's pretty much it since last time. I got a lot of, I don't know if, what the topic is for today, but I do have a lot of demos that I played. Oh, why don't Next we just Fest, make so. that the topic? Because, I mean, okay. why, the hell, why the hell not? Okay, okay, shit, shit. Let's do that then. Let's do that then. Uh, Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm looking for a sound effect. So let me. So did you do anything else? Uh, oh, I did do stuff that I could talk about. While okay. You're for it. Um, I forgot to mention. I literally went up to. So this past weekend, I had plans mm-hmm. with uh my beloved wife to go to the Georgia Ella J. There's a city in uh, Georgia called Ella J. Apple Festival. Ooh. So I'm like, okay, turn up. We're going to the Apple Festival. We're going to the Apple Festival. We drive up there. First of all, it takes us almost two hours to get up there because there's like some like uh, we're driving up like the little back roads of Georgia. We get to this one section and there's just traffic for like five mm-hmm. miles. And we're like, damn, people are barely moving. What's going on? It's because people are trying to go to some other event. They're going to the or like they're going to an orchard up in the middle mm. of LJ called BJ's Orchard. Okay, and, BJ. Yeah, so BJ had it going on. So we drive past that, and then it's like another 15 minutes. So basically, if it wasn't for BJ, we would have been there like, I don't know, like 30 minutes earlier. So uh, we were like, damn you, BJ. So we go to the Apple Festival. Then I'm like, damn. One, this shit looks way too busy. And two, I don't know where to park. I don't know what's going on. Oh, it did not boy. look like a good it not like a good time. They got it next to this high school. The high school got Confederate flags up. I'm like, oh, no. Nah. I don't know if I want to go to this anymore. You know? <laughs> so I'm like, you know, we just drove up here two hours. This day might be a bust. Oh, but then, no. but then I'm, we're so Angelica and I were, you know, we're pondering. We decide, all right, let's go get some food. 
we then decide, you know, she, you know, she, I, I'm, I'm gonna put, the, I'm gonna put the blame on her for this one. She okay. is pregnant. Obviously, I, let, I told the the podcast this a while ago. She is pregnant. She wanted to go to Long uh, Longhorn Steakhouse. All right, at, okay. at, at two p.m. on a on a I Saturday. Got for this, go ahead. Bruh. It was a bruh moment. I was like, "What long?" <laughs> That's literally. Bro, what are you my, talking about, man? That was my <laughs> reaction. I was like, you know, I'm not gonna shy away from you know Longhorn Steakhouse, but it is like a what are you talking about, bro? Moment. So we go there. Mind you, this is a Saturday at like. 12 1 p.m right mm-hmm. apparently there's like a 30 minute wait no way. <laughs> i'm looking inside i'm like i see the tables they're empty right there there's nobody in there what are y'all talking about it's a 20 minute wait we decide not to go to longhorn instead we end up going to zaxby's so we're yeah. like okay where's zaxby's shout out zaxby's one time and then we make the decision we're going back to BJ's, you know. We decided okay. to we decided BJ's to, Orchard, the one everybody else to, was going to. The one everybody else was going to. We decide, hell, we if we're up here, we might as well go to BJ's Orchard. We might as well get some apples going. So we get there and we get we go um pick some apples. And we had a great time picking apples. I will not uh disclose how much money we had to spend to pick apples because it most certainly was a scam. But oh no. Uh, all right, I will disclose because I know I don't want to leave the people at home hanging. So it was thirteen dollars yeah. per person to okay. get in, and okay. then we had to pay twenty dollars for our bag to to pick out. <laughs> so, okay. okay, so we spent uh, what's that forty six dollars? Were you picking Honeycrisp apples though? We were picking all sorts of apples. We I think I got a handful of Golden Delicious, handful of some red apple. They weren't. I don't think they were red delicious, but some other red apple, and then the mother load. Which is, you know, my the fruits of my labor, no pun intended. Granny Smith. Your boy's oh. planning on making your boy's planning on making an apple pie this week. So crickets. Crickets for, <laughs> First of for all, apple pie. First of all, we're talking Whoa. about Granny Smith. You could go yeah. down to your local Kroger, bro. Where are the honey crisps, bro? That's bro, what people bro. want. That's like you can you can get honey crisp at your local grocery as well. That's What's like you saying, like, I went to this MMO orchard and I, I got to get all this gear. And you come back and you're like, yeah, I got all these whites and I got, <laughs> just wait, oh, I got a yellow. I'm God. like, where are the golds, bro? Where are the purples? But, but okay, first of all, Honeycrisp, Granny Smith, and Red Whatevers, those are all basically the whites if we're talking about loot. Honeycrisp is not a rare type of, no, of fruit, the, bro. Honeycrisp is elite, bro. That's why they cost so much at the store. Get out of here. Okay, I mean, I guess, but like Granny Smiths are what make an apple pie. All right, I mean, that's so, true. Go ahead and make your damn apple pie. I'm gonna I make that really apple pie. Rock with apple pie like that. So. Whoa, that's like, that's my number one pie. I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I don't, don't even really like rock pie. I mean, I like apple pie, I guess, but I don't like pie in general, to be honest. <sighs> okay, well, I'm I'm moving on. We we got okay. apples. Okay. I got some uh, hard cider and I made my way home. That's just, it's okay. as simple as that, bro. I'm not about to stand here. For any more apple pie slander, any any more pie slander, you tell me how did you, how have you been? You just, uh, just talk. I don't want to. I don't want to. I can't. I'm I'm upset. Okay, go ahead. By the way, I found the sound effect that I was looking go ahead. for. Here it is. <laughs> hey, let's yeah, go. Baby. I like that. We're going keep, crazy out here. That today. one's on reserve. Yes, Sometimes sir. You just need to need to get your walk ready. I don't even know when I'm going to be playing that shit, but I just we'll wanted find to have it, it on we'll find deck. A time. Wanted to have it on deck. Anyways, 
uh, this weekend was kind of crazy because I reunited with my long lost cousin, Nelson. Nelson? After years after probably over, I don't know, four years, whenever this man graduated. Uh, me and Nelson reunited. So this Damn, man came out to Seattle uh, for a whole one day. He flew out one day <laughs> to Seattle what? to come hang out. And I think, I don't know, I don't know if I've ever told this story on the podcast, but this is why, right? So this mm-hmm. was, this has been years in the making. So several years ago, Nelson is texting me mm-hmm. um, and he's talking about like, oh, something, something. Uh, I just saw my favorite band or whatever. They were awesome. Uh, it's called Law Dispute, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like... My, I mean, all right, cool, cool. Nelson's <laughs> always been into like, you know, he's been into the pop punk, the rock, all that stuff. Uh, uh-huh. He got me into a little bit as well. Scary kids, scaring kids. I don't know if y'all know anything about that, but uh, there's a couple bands I like as well. But he was like, yeah, I, you know, I went to this lot of spute concert. They're like my favorite band in the world. And I'm like, okay, cool, cool, cool. And then Amanda's nosy ass, of course, was list- looking over my shoulder at our text conversation. What the heck? She, uh, dang, I, I'm going ahead and put her on the bl- on blast. Put her on right blast, here. bro. Let me see. What do we got, got here? Explosion? Yeah, bro. That's kid. that's all I got right there. That's all. Uh, she's over here looking over my shoulder uh, at my text, but the one time you know where it actually mm-hmm. came in handy, right? Because she's looking over my text and she says, "A lot of spute." That's Jordan's band. I was like, "What?" So it turns out that oh. a lot of spute. <laughs> um, Nelson's favorite band of all time. He's liked this band since high school. He said he wrote uh-huh. essays about this band in, in oh, high school. Oh and shit. my god! Wow. It turns okay. out that Amanda's friend from grad school, um, Samantha, shout out to Sam, uh, was dating the lead singer of this band. Whoa! This whole time, so like, I knew Jordan. Like, I I think this was like pretty early between uh, me and Amanda dating probably a year or so, but I mm-hmm. met Jordan, cool guy. I think I knew he was in a band, but I didn't know what the band was. I remember huh. one time we even got invited to go see the band, but I think Amanda wasn't feeling well. I was like, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't even know. I'm not trying <laughs> to see nobody's random band. <laughs> but then I'm like, like, I'm like, what? This is Jordan's band. He Nelson loves this band. What the heck? So then I sent him a picture of Jordan and I at some like, I don't know, friends gathering or something. And he freaked out. Oh, so then shit. it was like, what the heck? So then COVID hit and everything. But ah. I told I told Jordan because he's also my volleyball wife because uh, Sam and Amanda play volleyball together. And we, you know, we hang out as, as we watch them play their little games. Gotcha, um, gotcha. And I told him. He was hyped about it. He was like, all right, like next time we do a performance, like, you know, either I'll, I'll get them behind backstage at the Philly <laughs> concert or whatever. Long story short, we arranged it. I told him, hey, Jordan is touring in Seattle. He's coming back to Seattle. You can come and we'll get you on the guest pass and we'll, you know, we'll make this happen. So uh, Nelson was planning on coming to Seattle like mm-hmm. later uh, this year, so I think in October, later late October, November. Uh, but he was like, "Shit, okay, I'll come yeah, for this one day to see." Yeah. So he bought, bought his ticket. One day came, came Friday night. Concert was on Saturday, so he flew in. First time in, on the West Coast. First time in Seattle. Flew in. 
Where's uh, he from? We again? Is he from here? Philadelphia. Georgia? Oh, Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah. So flew in and we gave him the all-star treatment. First of all, we showed him around Seattle uh, as much as we could in one day. Then <laughs> we went to the concert. It was my first time being, you know, being at this concert, listening to uh, Jordan's music. So shout out to Lotta Spute. This man killed it. A very good showman. But Nelson was losing his mind. He got a little bit of free merch. He got to talk Ooh, to Jordan. Okay. Got to take a picture. Got to talk to the rest of the band. It was a whole ass experience. So that was the that was the event of this weekend. And like everybody, gotcha. all of our friends, like none of us really listened to a lot of street like that. Like none of us <laughs> listened to the music. So Nelson's like, oh yeah, this song coming up is gonna be crazy. And like all of us, like we were excited about the concert. We were happy to go support Jordan. But we, mm-hmm. everybody was mostly invested in nelson they're like how crazy is this everybody would come up to him how crazy is this people i'm like dang i've only met you once how do you even know this story they come up to him how crazy is this (laughs) so uh everybody was just living it up eating it up just i mean honestly it is crazy like what are the the odds of that it's like crazy coincidence it's like if uh you were talking to me or something and uh you're like yeah man i love uh I love uh who do you love? Uh like artists? No, I love just JoJo and you just know the artist. God. <laughs> so uh what's uh what's what's my man's name who does uh the video game videos that's not RDC, but you know Caleb? Artists, not Caleb. The the one you like. The one who goes, yeah. Huh? No, don't no. do this to me. Don't I'm so what? Who goes? He yeah. has a little game. Oh, e- Breezy, Easy. Oh, Why can't I think of this man's name? Breezy. Yeah, that's a good example. That is a good example. Right. So this is this story has gone far too long, but it's like if I was like, you're like, oh yeah, I love Breezy. I'm like Breezy. <laughs> like this motherfucker's <laughs> in my math class or some shit. <laughs> and then you flew out to come see Breezy just for yeah. one day. That's insane, for one day. Um, yeah, yeah. So is he but, coming uh, back? late october for like a full visit or was it no, his visit no that was it that was it that's insane one yeah. day is actually insane i mean honestly if i was in his shoes i'd do the same I mean, i'd do yeah. the same it was I a good experience um so yeah that was the weekend and then i was just resting up on sunday um i wanted to talk about in this episode the original topic was going to be which games deserve a tv slash anime adaptation because i'm working my way through cyberpunk so um i want to talk about cyberpunk just really quickly since let's go ahead and do demos in the main topic um dang cyberpunk is crazy cyberpunk edge runners um i liked it the first couple episodes is definitely high intensity um a lot of craziness going on but people were talking about it like I remember, like, at PAX, they screened the first two episodes. Mm-hmm. People were like, you guys don't understand. Like, this is the craziest anime. Like, I've <laughs> never seen an- animation like this. And I was getting hyped. And then I watched the first two episodes, and I was like, okay, this is really good. It's but clean, also, but... Like, I'm built different. Like, I've seen I've seen better animation. Like, don't, don't yeah. go crazy on me right here. But I will say, now that I'm five, six episodes in at this point, I am like, this is honestly a top tier anime like i would put this in i'm not gonna throw out no numbers because i don't want to be crucified <laughs> by honestly just you but this is really good 
I think the story is really solid. Um, I think the best part about it is it has the leverage of um, taking the elements from the game mm. and intertwining yeah. them into the the anime, which I think very rarely happens. Like, you sure you have the Sonic the Hedgehog movie? Um, you have, you know, I guess Mario Bros coming up soon, and you've had like video game adaptations. But when we go to live action, or sometimes when we have like these Disneyified adaptations, I feel like it doesn't hit the same. But for anime, I think it's so close to what's actually happening in the game where it's like they have the exact sound of mm-hmm. the phone ringing that you have in the game. Like right. it's the exact sound bite, right? So it's like, oh shit, like this is cool. Like it's a one to one connection to this like cyberpunk world. And they even have like characters fixers from From the the, game in the show. And I'm like, this is really cool. Like this, like the promise, the original promise of cyberpunk of being like, this world is going to be so deep. There's going to be so many elements. Everything is going to be, you know, so immersive and you can do whatever. Obviously that didn't really, you know, (laughs) like live up to the promises. But honestly, if this anime would have dropped, around the time of the launch of the game, like maybe a couple months after or simultaneously, I think that would have been crazy because the anime really does take things to the next level where like, okay, in the game, you're learning about cyber psychosis. You're learning about these people going crazy with their mods, but Mm -hmm. they kind of just result in boss battles, right? You only usually see the end result when the people have already gone crazy or you'll read about it. Um, and you don't really see the transformation live, but in the animation you or anime, you do see people go through the process. You do see the mental struggle that the cybernetics and stuff put on people. Mm-hmm. Man, this is it's rough. I'm amazed at how they pulled this off. Like, yeah. I, I have no clue how the writing is so good. The animation is truly insane. Like, I know I said the first two episodes didn't blow me away or anything. But definitely by the fifth or sixth episode, um, the animation is really good at in, in sort of like conveying what they're trying to say. Like there's a I don't want to give too many spoilers um, or I don't want to give any spoilers at all. But there's a big moment in the middle of the show, right, where things start to go sideways and you're like, mm-hmm. I was not expecting this. And then it's kind of like a big changing moment for the show. Um, it kind of gets into like a you know, second phase after that. Like that moment is like crazy where it's like, okay, I like most anime, even most animes don't really take it this far um, in terms of storytelling, in terms of like just graphic gore kind of ra- hmm. reminded me of like villain saga a little bit in terms of like, I see what you say, the action and like the characters being like, I don't know how to feel about any particular character at any given moment. So Highly recommend, yeah. guys. So, have you finished it? I have finished it. I completely agree one hundred percent with literally Let's everything go. you're saying. I think it, you know, it continues. I like at the end of the day, like, is it the world's greatest anime? You know, probably not. But like, mm-hmm. it is still a really solid anime. And it's definitely something that you should. I think that if you enjoy watching anime or and or you enjoy the cyberpunk universe, by all means, you should probably watch this. And I like just going back to your point on like you know them like featuring like the like very all the details that were kind of like present in the game i think the entire like set piece of the city of night city was mm-hmm. it, it felt like they translated one to one 
like mm-hmm. from game to the actual anime and it's like what the heck like how do you how do you take a game and literally turn it into a show mm-hmm. it's almost as if they were in the game in cyberpunk's game engine and they were record shit like that yeah. i mean obviously that's not how it worked you know we're it's a different animation style but that's what it felt like when um for watching the show so i yeah. mean it was just, it was it was and some good shit i think this kind of ties into last week's episode when we were talking about storytelling, I was talking about like aperture uh, desk job right. where like they've built this world so well that, you know, it feels like you're observing in the world. It's not just like a random video game world. Uh, I think this anime solved a lot of the problems I had with cyberpunk while I was playing it, where I'm reading so many fucking random text files that i'm finding and it's like oh cyber psychosis there's this write-up about cyber psychosis or brain dances there's like all these different you know text things you can find to read up on brain dances and they do kind of try to convey it in the gameplay of like oh you're going to live through a brain dance you're going to fight this person who's you know gone crazy but i feel like the writing is really good in the main story but for the side quest it's very like cut and dry borderlands-esque side quest where you're just starting with this theme and you're just finishing it the anime kind of is like a whole bunch of big side quests in the cyberpunk universe where it's like oh yeah like we're encountering this uh brain dance maker and his whole little scene which was only one episode i'm like this dude is so interesting and crazy and like he has his own thing going on over here like same with like Militech, Arasaka, all that stuff. It really gave some life to the different aspects that they established with the game uh, without just being like, all right, Arasaka bad because Corpo, because X, Y, and Z. Like they gave a lot of like depth to it. So shout out, man. I, I really do hope that people take this um, as a template and say, hey, look, like if you animate, your content, your video game, you can see a lot of good return. And I know Sony is kind of doing that, but it's live action. But I don't think the live action hits the same, bro. Yeah. I feel no. like it just doesn't hit the same. The Last of Us, maybe, because, you know, a lot of their their so stories like are... Yeah. yeah, it's realistic. Um, and they've honestly did pretty well with The Witcher as well. I guess CD Projekt Red, I really like The Witcher series, but... Um, yeah, I, I think the anime definitely hits different. Cool, cool. So, do you wanna you wanna go and talk a little bit more about like some you know like hop into the the topic of uh, games Demos? that could be or, or I would say like the games that because like now you got me in, like I'm okay like, okay. I'm in the, so we not, first of all let me go and play this sound effect. <laughs> to Pole. Hey, hey, all right. Now, hey. what what I what I need to do is play the actual intro beat if I get intro the show, fact. and then sure we can talk about it uh, a little bit more. So here we go. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to episode 223 of the Player Player Podcast. Before we get started, which, I mean, we've basically already gotten started, but that is okay. <laughs> I want to give a big thank you to both old and new additions to our crew tuning in to listen to us do what we do. And what is that, Arsene? Talk about video games. 
Every Thursday of every week, we gather around the virtual water cooler to discuss video games and the culture surrounding them. I'm your host, Joseph Hooper, a.k.a. The Hoop Man, along with my co-host, the head Choom in charge, Arsene Wakpa. Hey, guys. Hey, Chooms. It's me, your boy, Arsene. Well, I, look, I got a job for y'all, Um, you know, high stakes, but it's also high reward, okay? So first things that what I'm going to need from you guys, I'm going to need a couple credit cards. I'm going to need a couple, you know, I, it doesn't need to be all of you guys, but I made a couple credit cards just to have them reserved. We're going to go in. We're going to get this job done. I'm just going to say right now, it involves a couple of old ladies, a couple of poodles, and maybe a mini mark, okay? But oh, the, nah. the reward, the reward is very high. So as long as you stick with me, we're going to take, we're going to be the kings of Night City. By the end of this right. job. I don't remember that side mission. Oh, no. See, you weren't there for it, bro. Okay. I mean, to be fair, I haven't finished the game, so maybe maybe I'll come across it. Uh, just a quick reminder, everybody. Just a quick reminder. If you want to help support the show, you guys can go to playerplayerpod.com. Go to the bottom of the page and visit our Kofi link. And you guys donate as low as a dollar. I need to change this part because guess what, guys? We have all this information in the description of the episode. Yeah. Just, just open up the description of this episode or every any single episode ever. You'll be able to find the Kofi link where you guys can help support us. Uh, help support hosting costs for the year. Uh, you can find the link to our Discord where you guys can join the community, talk, have a good time in there. Um, you guys can also find links to our websites and, and, and all that good stuff in our social media. So that being said, let's get into it. I want to I cut you off. You want to mm. c- continue talking about what you were, what, what the thought was that you were expanding on? My thought is that I want to I know more about what other games could be adapted into, you know, some type of a television format and actually be good. You know, I, mm-hmm. I think before I watched Edge Runners, I was, you know, I felt jaded. You know, I'm thinking I was thinking about Last of Us. I was like, okay, it'll probably be all right. Then I'm mm-hmm. we're hearing the news of Horizon trying to, you know, basically follow in the little footsteps of Last of Us. I'm like, okay, who cares about the Horizon world like that? We don't need to see that in a TV format. And then it just got me really like feeling bleh towards all sorts of all types of video game adaptations just because you know we haven't really had that many great ones to where i feel justified in just wanting more of them but mm-hmm. now edge runners is kind of changing my mind here we're, we're tipping the scales back in favor of video game adaptations and i would like to discuss i will i want to hear from you because i feel like you know you although it was your idea originally so i feel like mm-hmm. you have uh mm-hmm. some ideas in place mm-hmm. i think i have some ideas now as well but I want to hear from you first. So I don't have any that I'm like a hundred percent sold on um, that. I'm like, this would a hundred percent be a great um, show or whatever. I guess I'm looking through top hundred video games because of course that's where I start. Um, And one I did pass on Passover that I'm like, okay, I think this could actually be a good one. Um, And that is control. Um, Control Ooh, was yeah. notoriously one of my favorite games of what 2020, 2020 or I don't even remember 2019, 2019 uh, maybe yeah. Um, but the beauty of Control right was that hey, the whole game is taking place in this one like FBI type facility, uh, and there's just crazy anomaly. It almost seemed like the um the items, the possessed items or whatever were endless, right? Like every corner Mm -hmm. you would either find a document talking about some item or you would come across the item itself and have to, you know, experience some wacky phenomena. Um, And I think 
it would be really cool if we did have a show that was the teams going out to capture these devices, like just like whatever bureau team uh, is, you know, is sent out like, Hey, it's just like a, maybe there's like a through pop plot line that, you know, continues as the series goes on. But for the most part, Hey, it's just a one-off uh, episode where today the gang is going to get this refrigerator and, the fun thing about control is things can get super graphic. Things can get super violent, super weird um, mm-hmm. because it's that kind of game. And I think that would be super interesting, almost like this X-Files slash, I mean, basically just X-Files, basically. modern <laughs> X-Files type, type deal. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like really interesting. I would definitely like to see that. Um, On my end, I'm going to go ahead and start off with a, uh, this is kind of like a, a toss up, like a little a freebie here. Mm-hmm. But um Overwatch, bro. Mm-hmm. They already got the cinematics. They already basically yeah. have the the keys to this uh they have they have the keys, they just need to start the car up. Make mm-hmm. an Overwatch show, make an Overwatch movie, either or. I think it'll be fire, bro. The cinematics, every last one of them, I'm pretty sure has been pretty fire. Um everybody's always talking about it, you know, gushing over like wow, the animation is so good. Wow, it was so heartfelt, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Why not Overwatch? Let's, I want to see it. Yeah, Overwatch is one of those things where I'm like, Blizzard absolutely fumbled the bag. I mean, the bag is still on the table, granted. But, yeah. I mean, you look at Riot, you look at Arcane, you look at just how successful that series was. And, yeah, I mean... Let's look at let's look at the tapes, guys. When we talk about adaptations <laughs> from video games, Arcane, animated... You know, unique art style. I mean, we're winning awards with Arcane. And now Thanks. Cyberpunk Edge Runners, animated, great writing, great art style. Shit, I mean, just look at the blueprint. Come on, what are we doing, guys? So, I mean, 100% Overwatch um, right there with Arcane in terms of like, there's a lot here. There's a, a lot of backstory. There are a lot of characters to play around with. Uh, and have fun writing with a hundred percent. I think Overwatch could be uh, the perfect adaptation. Yeah, I'm. I'm just looking at a uh, Blizzard. Uh, I forgot that they had made that Warcraft movie back in 2016. That doesn't count, bro, because that was like half live action. Like, yeah, no. Why, why are we it was, a, it was a fumble. Yeah, it was fumble. Yeah, it was a fumble. <laughs> like, I, I don't get the obsession with live action. Like. Why? Why do we have to make everything as realistic as possible? Even a fully animated property. You know what it is, bro? And I'm going to put my boy R on blast here because mm-hmm. I think he is, you know, contributing to this problem as well. It's the the mindset that anything that is animated is automatically childish. Like, you know, I feel, <laughs> I I feel I'm, I guarantee you that's where, you know, a lot of this, like, you know, push for live action. You see people with like, you know, these large weapons and whatnot. Mm-hmm. In a live action, you're like, okay, some shit's about to go down. You put it in a mm-hmm. cartoon, all of a sudden you're thinking, you're like, wait a minute, shouldn't this be on Cartoon Network? Like, why? <laughs> I don't want to watch this baby show. It could be, they could be saying, it could be the same script, word for word, scene for scene. You see it in an animated plat, uh, like format, people start acting different. So I think that that's yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think you're a hundred percent right because it's even, foolish. Yeah, looking at HBO, it making. Uh, Last of Us live action one of one that is like one of the few games that does make sense, mm-hmm. but two it does fit in 
with a staple of HBO products, right? If you made this animated Last of Us and tried to sit it right next to a promo of Game of Thrones, you kind of be like, uh, what's going on here? Like, we got Game of Thrones here, and now you're showing me this this animation cartoon. Kind of yeah. whack. So I, I could totally see that. Um, and even with The Witcher, right, I do understand how having Henry Cavill there, having it mm-hmm. be live action, theoretically can cast a wider net in terms <laughs> of people you can 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 bring along. But live action opens the door for bigger bag fumbles. That's yeah. all I'm saying. That's you just don't I'm get saying. the same level of sauce to it. Yeah, yeah. Not, definitely not the same level of sauce. Um, yeah, let's see. What other games could we do here? Um, one I had here on the... Um, oh, okay. I did have this one. Uh, in the, in the back here, Mass Effect, a hundred percent. Okay, be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a a animated an anime. Don't do it live action, please. Just don't do it live action. Like having the Citadel as the hub, where you have Commander Shepard going out on missions, and I mean, you could basically follow the Mass Effect one through three script, you know, line by line, and throw in a couple of extra side missions in there to 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 keep it going but it mm-hmm. is very much like okay commander shepherd and his crew are going on these missions and as they go on missions they start uncovering details about this overall bigger story and i mean mass effect just has all the writing baked into it in terms of like high stakes in terms of relationships in terms of x y and z um i think that would be the perfect one and i'm honestly for some reason i'm thinking has is this in the works I think Amazon has already signed Amazon. on to do this. Okay. Mass Effect TV show. Let's see. Uh, Mass Effect. Yeah. Mass Effect TV show, what we know so far. Yep. Amazon. Amazon does Interesting. have it. Interesting. Yeah. They're not in pre production, but yes. Very, Very nice. So we'll but see how these, this turns out. I have a feeling they'd make it live action, though. I do think it's going to be live action um, because I mean, I mean, Amazon knows they got, they got invincible. They know what can the power of animation, but that issue, they also have yeah. boys. So they could, they, they got true. some sauce with That's the live action as well. So I think that it could go, we'll either, if, if we'll it's in Amazon hands, there's a chance it could go either way. Um, okay. And it could be straight. Um, But yeah, back on, back on my end here, I was looking at this one. Because I have an appreciate, I don't know, I feel like I don't know a lot about the world, and I feel like a, a TV show could really expand my knowledge and everybody's knowledge. Dishonored. Ooh, Dishonored I was going to say that one. Just because that world was just so crazy, bro. Like So many, like, beyond the main plot of, like, I guess, starting with the first one, of you trying to, I guess, like, clear your name or whatever, as mm-hmm. the, you know, people thought you were an assassin, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. There's just so much other shit happening in the world. There's all this shit going on with the outsider, all these factions, all this like religion related to the outsider. Mm-hmm. That shit could make for, I, I think, either animated or live action. It would hit. Mm-hmm. Dishonor's got to be the way, bro. I, I Honestly, I'm, yeah. I know I've been anti-live action this whole episode, but Dishonor is, out of the shows we don't have, Dishonor is the one show where I'd be like, okay, this could this could kind of turn up in live action because it does have that gritty feel it mm-hmm. has supernatural elements, but I think you can use CGI for the little supernatural elements they have. It's not over the characters aren't overly cartoony or anything like that. 
Um, right. And yeah, I think they could definitely pull that off. Um, However, one quick counterpoint to the live action. Okay. If you had if you had it in anime format or an any any type of animation style, you would be able to have some uh like just some sweet ass effects. Like you know, imagine like somebody just blinks behind somebody. It shows a little trail of smoke. Ooh. They come up behind a that you would not get in live action but hey there's pros and cons to both i feel like for sure you're for right sure. you're right um one game that i haven't played uh mm. but i feel like is almost a uh, a gimme is half-life 2 apparently this is a fantastic mm. story um this is also one that seems like it can be a live action based off of the stuff i I've like based off the gameplay that I've seen over the years, uh, I kind of put it in that last of us category where they do have supernatural elements, but once again, it's nothing that would be too heavy of a lift for CGI. When, when I think about anime and I think about things that should be animated, I think about games that have fast motion that have, you know, crazy combos that just don't make sense in a real life setting. Um, Half-Life, um, uh, Last of Us, all these things with like, you know, zombies or like things that essentially are, okay, humanity has kind of evolved or devolved into the state, but it's not you know, unbelievable. I can, I can mess with that being live action. Uh, so I don't know. I gotta go. I mean, I gotta eventually play Half-Life. I got the steam back over here. Um, I gotta see what all the hype is about. Hopefully it holds up, but, uh. I gotta try it. It has to hold up. I think I, I played part of Half Life Two like mm-hmm. years ago. I made about halfway through, I think. And even then, I mean, I think when I played it, it was already old, and I thought it was pretty solid. I think you know, okay. for like you know, uh, and very old first person shooter, despite you know not having the most updated graphics or anything, it still felt like it didn't feel like it had like like a lot of pain points um, mm-hmm. at the time of me playing it. So. Yeah, I could definitely I can get behind the Half Life Two train. Honestly, okay. well, I was about to say any Valve game would work, but nah, probably not. Probably none of the other ones. <laughs> I don't think. I, I think I was on the edge with Portal. I was like, yeah. it could work, it couldn't work. I mean, most of the game is puzzle. I actually, mm-hmm. I do think so. Portal. I don't think Portal itself would work, but I do think a like aperture, a, an aperture. TV I could see show. that would yeah, be yeah, yeah. sick like imagine i'm just building a random plot right imagine there's mm-hmm. somebody uh outside the government or some somebody inside the government or something who was like oh yeah i gotta do an inspection on aperture like this company oh. i've heard some stuff <laughs> some uh, shit going down. but it's supposed to just be a routine inspection like it's like oh right. i got this complaint or whatever we need to check it out and then you go in and then this person just gets into a rabbit hole of just insanity or just like an employee's first day that also just snowballs into insanity as well. Mm-hmm. I think I think those could be some pretty fun stories. Yeah, and like maybe even like if we were to lean into like that second storyline with like an employee's like time at the company, leaning into mm-hmm. the whole decline of the company. Because mm-hmm. um, you know, obviously, by the time you're going through Portal. It's just it's destroyed. It's busted. The only one holding shit together is uh, Glados and you know all the other robot entities. But no, mm-hmm. there's no other human life. So maybe seeing some type of reasoning. But I mean, I guess we don't need the reasoning behind why there no why nobody's there. But you know, maybe a little 
a little some some to kind of yeah. allude to how you know aperture things has got, collapsed and things yeah. got to where they were by the events of portal yeah i can you know i was i was against it at first but i think you definitely Ooh. convinced me because i was thinking i was like what are they gonna do walk around each episode solving puzzles like <laughs> nobody's gonna want to nobody's gonna want to watch that but no i think that it could be a good like a mystery thriller type shit that'll be mm-hmm. pretty solid pretty solid uh another gimme um we gotta get final fantasy 7 in there we gotta go Get the uh, Final Fantasy Seven. Get okay. the arcs in there. Anime, of course. Okay. I mean, because we already got what? Uh, what was it called? What was the movie called? Advent I Children. To, Advent Children. I was like, does that have the word "son" in there? But no, I got children. Advent Children. Multiple sons. Um, which was an anime movie. I remember seeing the the trailer for Advent Children. I was like, wait a second, this is clean as a hoe. Two thousand five. So. I feel like by the time I'm dead, I would not be surprised if there was a a full Final <laughs> Fantasy VII anime. Because why not? Why not? Yeah, I guess at that point, it's literally like, why not? You might as well throw a little I mean, something there. I don't think it's necessary, the, whatever, whatsoever, but... You don't think it's yeah. necessary? I mean, oh, really? I don't Maybe. think it's necessary either, but even playing the... I haven't played the original, but playing the remake, when you're fighting the... The two dudes on the roof, I forgot who those those dudes were, but it's like uh the dude in a white yeah, coat. You're you're fighting two people at one time. You remember that? Uh closer to the end of the game. Uh and you, you basically have to manage both of them. That was like an anime. Like that whole sequence was like an anime when these dudes that. showed up and he's they're trying to take Aerith or whatever they're doing. Um I was like God damn, this is practically anime already. So if that was animated and kind of just all the major story beats just got tied together, I think it could be pretty lit. So Yeah, yeah. I can get behind it, I guess. I guess you know I don't I don't know. I could get behind it though. Alright. Um I guess I got one more that is also a gimme. This uh, I think the Titanfall universe. AKA or like mm. you know Apex Legends, that world is so chock full of lore as well. This is basically just falls in the same category as you know Overwatch, where the the mm-hmm. world just is chock full of so much lore. I feel like you could tell countless stories like yeah. outside of you know, obviously Apex Legends is supposed to take place in this contained like you know game happening like Hunger Games style within this like Coliseum or whatever um, mm-hmm. or map. But there was mm-hmm. all this like politics going on outside the wars that happen and Titanfall have a uh, play into the current day events. I think that would really be an interesting story to kind of hear more about or see in like a in an anime or uh, live action type of a uh, situation. But you never know. I don't know. I don't know what uh, EA is cooking up over there. I doubt they're actually working on shit like that. Or, no, absolutely not. Absolutely. You know, not. I, I doubt we'll ever see it. We'll only get our <laughs> our uh, cinematics. Which are good, but not as good as Overwatches. So, <clears throat> I have three right here. One is an honorable mention. The first honorable mention will be, uh, what was it? I, I literally just lost it. Um, it's a game that everybody likes. Oh, yeah, Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear Solid. I was I thinking about them. that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, But people talk about how crazy the story art is. And honestly, if they would have just made uh, fucking... 
that Norman Reedus game. I cannot think of the names of any games today. I do not know why. Um, but if they uh, could have just made Death, Death Stranding, if they could have just oh. made Death Stranding into a dang TV show, animated show with literally <laughs> the same graphics, but just then didn't have to make me walk around everywhere, <laughs> that would have been a dope show, a short miniseries. But they fumbled the bag on that one. Um, but uh, so Metal Gear Solid, honorable mention because people love Kojima. Um, mm. Two games off the top of my head. One, Bioshock. Um, I think it mm-hmm. could be very cool. And I think they're already making a Bioshock live action somewhere, somehow or something like that. But if each season was like a different thing going on, like one season you start in Rapture, the other season you start in the Air City, the next season you start in somewhere else. And it's like they all have some interesting theme and some weird stuff. And, you know, the idea of like big daddies and, and protectors and all that stuff gets tied in each season. I think that could be pretty cool. And like each season, a season thing slowly start to come together as like, Oh, the viewer starting to put it, all the stuff together. Kind of like how the real Bioshocks do. Yep. Um, I think that could be pretty interesting. Um, but one that I'm now thinking that I would really like to see. Um, I don't think it'd be crazy. I don't think it'd be like action packed or, you know, overly compelling or anything like a last of us, but a psychonauts show i think i would be really into almost like a saturday morning cartoon yeah but maybe just goes a little bit deeper in terms of like the darkness and in in like the mental health aspects that they approach just like psychonauts too um obviously i mean you could change the art style since everybody wants to uh whine and cry about the art style of psychonauts too go ahead and change the damn art style whining ain't no everybody was like (laughs) Uh, the art sale just doesn't look oh, good. Well, no, I mean, like that. It was. I mean, what what can I say, bro? I mean, let me see if I have anything. That's, yeah, boo, boo that's that what, man. <laughs> that's what we say to these people. Um, but I think when we talk about games with good writing and stuff, Psychonauts Two was definitely one of the more enjoyable, lighthearted games that I've played in recent memory. So I love me a little Psychonauts show. Cool, cool. Yeah, I, I, I can get behind that one as well. So I guess let's end this by asking. So far, mm-hmm. out of everything you can think of that you can just like dig in your brain, what has been the best video game related like show content to you? Like dig even bringing Pokemon as, as mm-hmm. like a potential answer hmm i mean this may be recency bias but i think arcane really mm. does it, it hits a lot of the the right notes um obviously i hadn't played league of legends in probably you know it's been a minute since i mm-hmm. played league but i knew of all the characters i knew who everybody was and i was able to you know put faces or names to faces mm-hmm and you know that's not even important. It was just a, I, it just felt like a solid show, um, separated from the game. And I think that's kind of where you gotta, that's where game adaptations need to be. You need to make sure that the show can stand on its own legs. Like if I were to have never played or even heard of League of Legends before, I should be able to watch this show and still feel the same way that I'm feeling right now, hyping the show <laughs> up. So, yeah, I'd probably say Arcane. Okay. Okay. What about you? Uh, I think I'll say it's a tie, all right? 
Okay. Because personally, and because of recency bias, I 100% agree. Arcane was just next level. Even as somebody who only barely knows about League of Legends, we're talking about animation quality. We're talking about writing. And we're talking about just enhancing that world. I think Arcane was just the GOAT in, in, in every aspect. They, they absolutely killed it on their first season, their first swing. Mm. Tied, I would have to say Pokemon. When we're talking okay. about a show that released, I had to look it up just to clarify which came first, the chicken or the egg. The anime started one year after the original game released in Japan. Which is honestly weird. When we talk crazy. about, we're talking about a show that has stood the test of time, a show <laughs> that has become almost more iconic than the actual games themselves. <laughs> I mean, Pokemon is kind of hot. Like Pokemon was, was my childhood. High. They had, I mean, they're still having seasons to this day. They're still releasing episodes <laughs> with this man Ash, and still they had, they had icon still taking L's, iconic movies as well. I'll never forget it's being true. in the theaters with Mewtwo, uh, oh. you know, Ash crying on the the stone Pikachu or whatever. Like everybody crying, everybody's crying. So, um, I really, I cannot in good faith downplay the power that Pokemon has had. Quality-wise, as an adult, Arcane smacks Pokemon up and down the streets. Yeah, I'm sorry, I gotta say it, but the legacy and just the the quality bar over so long a period. Shout out to Pokemon on that. Yeah, I don't think any child, like if we're, you know, looking in the realm of just childhood shows or children's shows, Pokemon has to, you know, clear any other video game adaptation. Yeah. Any of the that boo boo ass Mario TV show that came out in like nineteen eighty nine, Smash. Mm-hmm. So, any, well, I think there's what three. Those at least almost like five or six iterations of Sonic TV shows, all mm-hmm. Smash. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, not it, close. It, it's just not. It's not close. It's not close. I, I do agree with you. Pokemon really has. Uh, they put their foot in the in the industry. Yeah, of uh, of anime. So, yeah, I'll give an honorary pick. mention. Uh, honorary mention to the uh, Sonic X theme Sonic song. Sonic X, yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> they were in their bag on that one. So, I want to go ahead and give credit where credit is due. It's Sonic fire. X theme song was <laughs> absolute fire. Um, and before we go here, I do want to ask. I think we talked about it a little bit offline. Thoughts on the Mario movie trailer? It's finally oh. released, and uh, how how are we feeling with Chris Mushroom Kingdom? Here we come. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I think I'm I'm a little more excited for it than your average Joe. You know, I think okay. that based off of animation alone and my love for Jack Black, I think I'm you know pretty excited. Regardless of you know Chris Pratt and his stinky little voice, I do feel like <laughs> at the end of the day, it's probably going to end up being like a an American like an Italian American style accent. Like I'm, I'm, I'm assuming he's going to try to go for something like a, a New Jersey guy. Cause like, I mean, y'all really want, like at the end of the day, people act like they want to hear it's me, Mario. Y'all act like y'all want to hear Chris Pratt do that for two hours. Yeah, no, bro. I mean, we don't want Chris Pratt in there. That's the that is true, but you, you got him here. So you shouldn't yeah. expect him to sound like, you know, Charles Martinet. Yeah. You should expect him to sound like, whatever other anything star lord uh, yes basically star lord with a little bit of a new jersey twang to him, i think <laughs> is what 
the best outcome should be. Mm-hmm. And I think people just need to shut the hell up. But I'm playing. Okay. I think Ooh. I think everybody is, uh, <laughs> you know, they can have their opinion. But I'm just saying that but personally, I don't care. No, no, no. Okay. I don't think it's wrong. I'm <laughs> okay. saying I don't okay. care. Okay. Okay. Uh, what about you? How you feeling? I'll tell you. Personally, I will agree. I like. Tr- I mean, first of all, his voice is a little whack. I'm not gonna front that. The, right. The I will say the voice is, was fine. So my thought process, and I'll, I'll talk about the rest of the every animation all that second, but. He comes out of that little mushroom portal or whatever, <laughs> and he's talking. I'm like, okay, so it's just his voice. It's, it's just right. his voice, uh, and I'm fine with this, I guess. Like Maybe there's a little voice modulator in there or something, but it pretty much sounds like him. The weird part about it is that last line that he had when he's talking about <laughs> Mushroom Kingdom, here he comes. Cause mushroom I'm like, Kingdom. I'm like, that one's clearly an accent. That right. one's clearly an accent. Right. The rest, I did not hear anything. So I'm oh. like, are we going to be going in and out of character here? Think, Where it's like, think about the Italian Americans, you know, bro. Yeah. They're not talking yeah. about, hey, me and my cousin Vinny, blah, blah, blah. They're not talking like that the whole time. So, you know, mm-hmm. accents work. They come okay. out, they jump out every once in a while. Okay, okay, okay. I'll, I, you know what? Fair honestly, enough. let me Fair not enough. defend this man. I shouldn't, I do not want to be on the wrong side of history. I mean, here. just I wait until we get the full two hour version. Yeah, you you're right, like, right. oh no, oh, what's going on? But anyway, all right, I take it back. Accent aside, <laughs> animation, very, very, very crisp. Yes. I think this movie's about to break some fucking records because the. One, one, I mean, this is some of the best anime, kids animation I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. So Illumination, I mean, absolutely in their bag. I don't know who they got hiring. They got MAPPA, American MAPPA employees <laughs> over there. I don't know who they got. But Animation Crisp, and particularly the humor was really, really good mm-hmm. from what I saw. Like, for me to be able to watch this and get a chuckle out of it, a kid's cartoon when I don't be I don't even be chuckling at adult cartoons a lot of times because it's just, just not <laughs> funny. Like I was like, okay, like having the having the little penguins come out and that penguin coin uh king doing that little grin like he's about to fuck Bowser <laughs> up. I'm like, this is <laughs> this is actually pretty good. Solid, yeah. Um solid so, without without being cringe. I think that was the one yeah. thing I was looking for. I was like, if it's cringe, I'm not gonna like it. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. So I definitely think if that's what we got in just like a one and a half, two minute trailer and, you know, basically everything I saw was pretty funny. Like even the toad joking about the mushroom, I thought was pretty funny. I think we're in for a good hour and a half, two hour movie. And I think, you know, we're, we're, we're getting back. I'm not me, but everybody, a part of that movie, Nintendo, they're getting a bag. So, Oh, for sure. For sure. For sure. Honest, and one more point about the animation. I just was, I did not know Illumination had that in them because, you know, they made all the Despicable Me's, Minions movies. And like those animations were straight. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say any of those movies looked bad. They all looked good. But doing it like this, bro. Hey, Gee, I'll tell you what, when everybody went to see Rise of the Gru, they got a little budget increase. So they were like, okay, okay. Uh, that is true. Rise of the Gru did uh <laughs> did bump them up. So all right. So yeah, they were they're in their bag over there. So cool, uh, I'm cool. actually pretty excited for it. Um with that being said, I did want to talk about Steam Next Fest, but obviously we're at time here, so we'll save that for next week. For next Just week or monthly cool down. Do you have any you know, without diving into any of the demos, you want to shout out some of your favorite demos that you played? Uh, yeah, I think kind of basically echoing 
your games really entropy center wild frost i think we're the um two i played let me see i think it was about nine demos i was on Mm -hmm. a demo spree Mm -hmm. uh one night and i think those are definitely the two that stood out um there's a couple others i thought were you know okay and i will i will get into those next time because i think that the ones that are okay and the ones that were not good deserve we'll to talk. be talked about in some de- <laughs> to some degree okay, uh, i hate okay. to you know bash these people but some people come on. there's at least one game week. on this list they, they need to be bashed I'm be oh you, no uh, you yeah. don't have to tell me offline but uh <laughs> give me give me your number one you said entropy center and wild frost are the two that stick stuck out what is what's the game demo of the show it's got to be entropy center um mm. i think that pu- the puzzle aspect it starts you off like in a, you know, you, you look at it and you're like, okay, this has the portal DNA. We're obviously playing a portal like game. And I think that they, based off of the ending trailer, after you finish the demo, it seems like they'll mm-hmm. definitely be taking a little bit of a twist or deviating mm-hmm. a little bit from just like, you know, sticking to being like a portal clone. And I like mm-hmm. that. I'm glad that they're not just saying, hey, there's going to be a big bad robot at the end after you do 20 puzzles. Mm-hmm. That's the end of the game. They're trying to obviously try to set this up as this is an entropy center that, you know, was inspired and was a love child of Portal, basically. So, yeah, I'm excited for it. 100%. I don't know if I talked about it in detail last week, but Mm -hmm. after playing, it's like I really appreciate even if right, even I appreciate the twist. 100%. That's a big part of it. um, And then switching it up, even if there was no twist, I still really appreciate how yes it is a blatant ripoff of portal like down to <laughs> the details of the story or whatever but i do appreciate like the little things they changed up really do make it feel like a whole new game right mm. it, it really makes it seem like it's a game built off the genre of portal instead of being like a portal clone you know what i'm saying yeah um so the around the rewinding time even the facility it looks like aperture labs but it has its own visual style to it that i can appreciate so um i'm very that's that comes out next november month. 3rd november yeah. 3rd i'm We're less than a month away from it so it might be a day one cop potentially we'll see and like, i hadn't heard about this game at all until you brought it up glad you brought this to my attention i know i'm i'm working on uh putting together a little video of like top 10 demos i played at steam next fest i mm-hmm. work on putting that together on youtube and uh so once i have that stay tuned everybody stay tuned and with that guys let's go ahead and wrap this up thank you once again for listening to player player if you enjoyed it please subscribe to us on your podcasting platform of choice raise five stars on itunes and spotify and tell your friends about us if you want updates about future episodes uh and giveaways or you want to submit a question to the show or you just want to come and chat uh you guys can join the discord all the information about our Discord, about our website, about our social media handles can be found below. Uh, big shout out to Aaron Miller for the intro music. As always, you can follow him at the Miller Channel on Instagram. And you know what? For the first time ever, I'm not going to say our social media handles. Just look in the description of the dang video. <laughs> We're switching the hoop man, up, baby. The Hoop Man packs our Seneca, our, our Sin Lock, but just look into the description. Yeah. Until next time, guys, keep gaming. Game on, folks.